Hey guys, my name is Carl. And I'm Ruben. And we are the Stoji Lads, uh, which you guys probably already know. Uh, but welcome back, or uh, I should say welcome to the first, uh, let's call it an official episode. Uh, we did do one trial one uh, that we got, you know, great, great, great response on. Uh, we didn't really expect such a positive response, wouldn't you say, lad? Yeah, exactly. It was uh, we weren't expecting anything really from uh, from that. It was just a friendly chat, and uh, you guys seem to like it. So here we are. Yeah, here we are. Exactly right. Uh, we are now, uh, you know, firmly in the mindset of continuing this as like. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I, I think back to how the last episode started, and I said, "Let's not call it a podcast because this is not going to be a <laughs> a regular show, right?" <laughs> and then, yeah. like a few days later, and. We uh, we just completely flip flopped on that, uh, but that's fine. I mean, that's just a great uh, great development, if anything. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you want to like introduce Latin? You know, structurally, how many times are we going to record? You know, how, stuff like that. What what can they expect? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've been talking a bit how we're uh, we're going to do this podcast thing, and um, we've uh, we've decided to set a goal of doing uh, two a month or by uh, bi weekly, and um, at the very least, one month is our goal at this point. And uh, we've decided to cover some topics. Uh, we've been drafting now these uh, the last days and uh, having some uh, some segments that will occur weekly or every episode and um, and also having uh, having to answer some of your questions at the end of every episode. Yeah. Uh, so the first segment that we actually will be having each episode is um hey do you want to take it lad uh this is your idea it's great i like it uh yes okay so we were just chatting you know i I was saying that i'm an avid pretty avid podcast listener and what i like about a lot of shows is the fact that they have um they they usually have a segment that they come back to every episode you know something that just starts the show kind of breaks the ice uh i don't know if you know, to to tell the future, Ruben might have broken ice literally for this segment. <laughs> a little hint there, uh, but yeah, just something to get into the show. You know, uh, started out with the casual thing, and so what we are calling this segment, uh, and we hope you guys like it as much as we do, is uh, "What's in your glass?" So you do want to explain, yeah. kind of what this means. So uh, w- yeah, <laughs> "What's in your glass" is uh, is basically just what it means. It's uh, we're gonna be having a a drink. Uh, for every episode um just a beverage or yeah just uh, instead of having a cigar which we can't uh enjoy in sweden in our homes because we can't smoke indoors here um we'll be having a drink instead and uh we urge you guys also to pause maybe now grab a drink for yourself and join us in this chat and um and yeah so that's basically we we haven't discussed before what we're gonna have so it's also more of a yeah, just interesting to see what what you're what you're drinking this time, basically. All right. So as uh, Ruben said, we we hope you guys uh, you know if you want to, obviously at your leisure. But uh, if you wanted to, you uh, could have paused, brought yourself a drink, and um, we shall do the same now, uh, live for you guys. So let I, I guess I can start. Uh, because I'm just going to be pouring something here, so I'll show Ruben. I'm going to go with a, a with a whiskey that, you know, for for a first episode, official episode of a podcast, uh, I wanted to go with like a first whiskey that uh, that was a, a, a like a kind of a yeah a, a meaning for me uh, in terms of first. So this is a, like a one of the first whiskeys that I bought myself. Really, I pro- probably the first like real good whiskey I bought myself. I'd been gifted stuff before, but this is the Aberlour Twelve. Um, so it's uh it's a double cast mature mature. Uh, obviously, a twelve-year-old uh, single malt Scotch whiskey, um, but uh, it's been matured both in uh, you know normal oak casks and uh, also sherry casks. So it brings a lot of uh, like sweetness, a lot of uh, nice sweet sherry notes, which I really really like uh, as like a good introductory whiskey. Um, it's super nice for that. So while I take it out out of the uh, package here and start pouring, Vlad, you can tell me what you have because I don't know. Absolutely. I actually don't know what you're drinking. No. Yet. Uh, you don't know. First of all, very good choice, I'd say. Um, and um, while you might not know what I have, I think you might expect it is a Negroni. Um, it is my favorite cocktail. And uh, yeah, this this has been like it, it's pretty much one of the first cocktails that I 
like started to enjoy regularly and uh, yeah would like make it home and uh, before going out or whatever it's just I think it's it's so simple yet the flavors are just so yeah, like well mixed together and so um, yeah I just picked up as a Campari and sweet vermouth today had the gin at home so um so yeah, I'll be enjoying a few more Negroni, Negronis in the future. I love that choice, man. That's uh, that's one of my uh, favorite uh, favorite cocktails for sure. I mean, yeah, it's so simple to make yourself, but like that triple like alcohol, it just marries so well. So yeah, lad, let's cheers. Absolutely. We're raising a glass. You guys can uh, yeah. virtually cheers with us. Cheers, lad, and Have cheers all you. And garnish with that um, orange peel as well. Very nice. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, the mixologist, Ruben himself, I'm just a neat pour <laughs> of whiskey. Nothing too special for me. Um, but yeah, this, this, God, the, the, sher the sherry casks really bring a lot of like nice sweetness. And like I said, and then like the oak casks bring like this slight spice warmth. It's so nice. So yeah, that, that's it for, um, for what's in your glass. So we're going to be sipping the, these drinks along throughout the episode. Um, but yeah, these episodes, uh, another thing we're planning on doing, obviously, I mean, since we can't smoke, uh, we're doing the drinks, but if you can, I mean, we'd be more than happy to hear people lighting up a cigar along with this, yes. this podcast. So we're trying to time it around the length of what would be, uh, the time to smoke a cigar. So, so you know, these are going to obviously differ, uh, basing on the, uh, on the topics at hand, but, uh, you know, somewhere between half an hour to maybe north of an hour sometimes but landing somewhere yeah. you know the length of the last episode probably right yeah probably sorry i had to go in for enjoying another that one there. sip there yeah i had to go good. in for another one okay so yeah like ruben said we've been drafting um a lot of different ideas uh for podcast episodes um i just wanted to say quickly the last one was a little more technical going into a lot of the cigar stuff uh, so we wanted to maybe ease in to the first one, um, do something that's more, a little more abstract, maybe not as much cigar. I mean, there's gonna, it's, I think, I think we can safely say every single episode is going to involve cigars in some way. Yeah. Uh, but this one will be a little more, you know, about our personal preferences about other stuff. Um, so do you want to, you know, introduce what this kind of, uh, topic is for today? Laura? Yeah. This, uh, the topic to ease into this, uh, podcast is, um, our dream dinner party. Or our ultimate one, and um, we've. This is actually a topic that we have been discussing lightly before, like in conversation over a cigar, um, and that's mainly why we picked it uh, today for the first episode because it's yeah, it's an it's a good choice for just like the first getting into it and uh, just kind of having a natural conversation conversation testing out the segments and how everything works and um, yeah, it's also something that. Um, that includes a lot of uh, interesting things like location, uh, what aperitif you're doing and what cigar you're doing before dinner, what guests you'll invite, uh, the dinner itself, what digestive you'll have after, and what cigar you will adjourn to the study with. Perfect, Lod. That is, uh, that is a very good uh, explanation of what we're doing. Yeah, so basically a lot of these topics are we, we were thinking of what kind of conversations we have had ourselves with each other and uh this is one that sometimes i mean variants of this is like uh you know what kind of bachelor party would you plan or something that's that's probably like a more close in our age sort of thing this is more of like a yeah it's gonna be pretty abstract but i think you know it's gonna involve all the good stuff in life that we all enjoy i think that yeah i mean we think most of our our followers the people we chat about like all the good stuff so yeah, it's a it's a feel good uh, feel good topic. Yeah, to, to dream about and discuss. And I think a lot of these choices. I mean, people can read into it, but um, I think a lot of these choices might say stuff about us. Uh, you know, it's it's just a way of you yeah. Know, it, it, I think it'll say about say some stuff about what we think, our likes and stuff. So, yeah. Do you want to begin, lad? Let's say um, let's say location. Let's let's set the let's yeah. set the scene. Let's set the scene, lad. Where, yeah, where let's set the scene. That's very good. Um, okay, so where I'm going is to the Tuscan Hills in a brick villa. Oh, yes. Uh, it's just a scene that I've been dreaming about a lot. Uh, just, it's, I find it so, so beautiful and just, 
like I'm I'm picturing a a sunny day with outdoors in this like hundred couple hundred year old years old villa and uh just having all the the vegetation and everything around very green setting and um yeah kind of outdoor indoor dinner party type of thing very italian family style cooking and everything so that's basically the scene i'm setting for you guys right now Oof, i love it yeah god, that's <laughs> good that's good uh, i'm glad we didn't choose the same location i was i just that just yeah. struck me as like oh god what if we i mean i didn't think so but like I, I don't know. Italy would probably come pretty high. I mean, that sounds fantastic for me. Yeah, uh, I'm going with uh, a place uh, I'm feeling nostalgic for, Saudade, as you would say in that language. Uh, a, a country that I was almost to the day two years ago last visiting. Uh, yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. to the day. Uh, going back to Brazil, uh, to I think the yeah. most beautiful city I've ever witnessed. Uh, and I don't think it's even that close for me personally. It's it's Rio. Um yeah, I just, I, I don't know, it's it's one of those places where, I mean, you I, I've been to, I think we've both been to like a lot of, uh, a lot of sites and stuff, but like none has, has been so hyped up to me and not even lived up to it, but like exceeded it as much as, uh, as Rio. So I'm thinking a, um, I mean, there's a lot of really nice villa, villas like up high in the, um, the, I mean, it's very hilly, right? If mm-hmm. you, if you don't know Rio, you can Google it or, or you know, it's, it's, there's, it's, it's unique as the ocean hits like mountainous hills almost immediately which is pretty unique for that uh you know that kind of uh, mm-hmm. geography so i'm thinking uh you know of nice big uh villa obviously we're dreaming here right uh, yeah. <laughs> but a nice big villa <laughs> overlooking you know you got uh christ the redeemer you got sugarloaf mountain uh you got the beaches you know looking over and, and i'm yeah i'm thinking as well a sunny day you know starting in the afternoon yeah um and that afternoon who rolls up to the uh to the to the uh, entrance to the house lot. Who, who are you bringing? We said three guests each. We said three guests, yeah, exactly. Because the list could go on, of course. Um, but the special guests for the evening, um, I mean, I, I put this one down just because I couldn't, like, not do it. It's Winston Churchill coming. Okay, classic. Um, yeah, I was just like, it, maybe it's too obvious, but I had to, I had to put it down. Um, and let's uh, let's just say though that like this is for a dinner party to chat, right? Because I mean, Churchill is. I I also jotted him down initially, but like he he is growing ever more controversial. But this is a you know this is a make believe yeah. before people cancel yeah, exactly. before we've even gotten started. <laughs> yeah, you can keep going. <laughs> this is a make believe for a conversation. I mean, come on. Yeah, let, for let's face it. Precise. Who, who, how, like, who would not want to have a conversation with Winston Churchill, whether you're liking him or not? You know, the, the man has yeah. lived some people's lives times, times a thousand, you know. So, yeah, go ahead. Love. Exactly. We have, uh, we have been, uh, like, kind of focusing around uh, people that, like, figures that have uh, been smoking cigars, of course, since that is, uh, that is also kind of, like, a big part of the evening here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so... I would pick Winston Churchill for well, the cigar talk, the historical talk, everything. That's just yeah, a given for me. Uh, and then I actually put someone down here that I don't know if you know who it is, but his name is Francis Malman, and he not is familiar, a chef actually. Okay. And I just put him down because I I saw him recently on the chef's table and uh, just his whole him as a person was so interesting and his way of his like look on life and approach Mm -hmm. to life was just like something I've never seen before so having like a discussion with him would be so awesome to see uh, or just to hear like his views Um, and yeah he's he's a guy from uh, who grew up in Patagonia and Mm. he he does all his cooking. Yep. Yeah, okay. he does I know, like I know who you're most of his about cooking now. from. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm just like amazed by his, yeah, like his technique and cooking and and everything. It's so just like out of this world. It's mm-hmm. so not normal. You want to say the name box, one more or, time, like so people if people want to Google it, just yeah, you know. Francis Malman or Malman. Um, right, yeah, you can two, you can watch the episode on. Uh, yeah, you can watch the episode on. Um, on the chef show on Netflix. Uh, but yeah, going on to the third and final special guest is um, Michael Jordan. 
Oof. Oh god. Uh, just to have like a sports figure there, and uh, just like imagine the stories from that guy. And yeah, uh, yeah. I that's uh, yeah. all cigar smokers, and it's yeah. I don't think I have to go into much on Michael Jordan to yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to describe why I want him there. But. Let's let's hear if you guys listen to this. Or you can tell me who. who let's let's uh, let's say you know if you've listened uh, and you listen to the whole thing after, you can tell us who whose party you would rather attend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm leaning to Rubens already. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's it's, hear it's, let's hear a knocks on your door. All right. Well, first of all, I'm bringing uh, an icon of ours, the guy that smokes old stogies. I have found yeah. <laughs> the guy that uh, <laughs> that yeah, this, that sings the intro that we've used a lot for our YouTube and stuff like that. And it's a uh, Dino. It's Dini. It's Dean Martin. Uh, you know, both me and Ruben listen a lot to his music. Um, romanticizing that era is easy. I mean, obviously, you can you can nitpick a lot of stuff, but the way those guys. Uh, their demeanor on stage, the Rat Pack, for those that you don't know, it's Frank Sinatra, uh, Dean Martin, and and Sammy Davis Jr. Dean Martin was like the most playful on stage, at least. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, he's he's been pictured smoking cigars, so you know, uh, I'll, I'll say that he was uh, at least partially a cigar smoker. But yeah, the way he he lived life, uh, similarly to Frank Sinatra, you know, at a hundred percent all the time. Uh, you know, they they were the superstars of their generation. Just yeah. talking to them about their uh, about their experiences, and then you know maybe pressuring the guy to sing a song at some point of the night would be would be nice. <laughs> so yeah, Dean Martin, <laughs> gotta say Dean Martin, yeah, classic. Second of all, okay, so I was in between two sports people, but I'll say you know for the cigar sake because this is um this is a guy Ruben and I have followed for a while, just because Ruben and I are both huge NFL fans. I mean we we're both yep. kind of sports nerds in in uh, a lot of facets, like almost all sports, but. Uh, Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson, the wide receiver for the Bengals. I don't know if uh, if a lot of people know the NFL here, but <laughs> he played wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals in the mid two thousands, and uh, he's a huge cigar smoker. He has his own brand. Ruben and I have actually smoked his cigars. Um, we're not going to comment too much on the cigars themselves there, uh, whether or not we like them. But uh, yeah, he has his own brand. Um, uh, you know. Really funny guy. He's hugely popular on Twitter. Uh, you know, he, yeah, his outlook, he's very, very positive. He was like one of the most fined players in NFL history because he, uh, he used to do all these extravagant uh, celebrations uh, and got, get fined. So, you know, he lived life to the max in another sense of the word, but he's a big cigar smoker. He grew up in a very tough neighborhood, so he has a lot of life experience in that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, all of his, you know, his, his on-field antics with the fines, uh, you know, the way he grew up and all that stuff, you know, he's he's just a fun guy, uh, uh, you know, loves life and a big cigar smoker. So I think, and I get that uh, sports angle that Ruben got as well with Michael Jordan, although yeah. I'd say Chad Ochocinco is a little bit less known. Um, and then last, Good uh, choice. Uh, you know, Ruben got Churchill. I, I wrote down another, you know, because, uh, yeah, I, I'd say... You know, to get that better, uh, more deep angle, uh, I, I I wrote down Sigmund Freud, um, philosopher, obviously a highly intelligent guy. So I've, you know, you've got the fun-loving sports guy, you've got the entertainment guy in Dean Martin, and uh, you've got Sigmund Freud yeah. to have a little more, uh, you know, deep uh, deep conversation when uh, when everyone's sober enough in yeah. the beginning, maybe, and then you can uh, then you can get into the fun stuff later. <laughs> It's a very well thought out list with every aspect and angle of what you want to have at a dinner party. So, I think we both did well. I, I'd say I you're. We both did well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, lads. So you're welcoming your guests. Uh, you'd probably want to. You'd probably want to welcome them with a drink, right? Uh, what are you? What are you serving? Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is a. Uh, this is in combination with, or like a pairing with a cigar that I'm also thinking of mm-hmm. smoking before dinner. Yeah, same here. Uh, that's how I drew this up. And uh, here I did not go the uh, mixologist way. I mm. wanted to enter, <laughs> I wanted to greet the guests with a glass of bubbles, some champagne, and Okay, a, nice, uh, nice, nice. <laughs> and a Kidose number 50 with that. Okay, uh, just lot. to not last very, very long, but just enough to 
yeah, just enjoy the moment, welcome the guests, and um, yeah, and I, I think that champagne is a very nice way of starting an evening, uh, at least one of the drinks before uh, before dinner, and um, yeah, so that's that's what I pictured, just uh, just the the buck the champagne um, coolers and perfect, yeah, uh, yeah, we. Uh... <laughs> Great minds think alike, as I like to say on on Instagram when people smoke the same cigars mm -hmm. as us. Uh, but yeah, we didn't we didn't actually talk about this before. But yeah, champagne. That's um, it's champagne for me as well. That's what I was. Um, Good lad. That's what I was planning. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat that as a welcome drink. It's it's you know it's it's delicious. Uh, you, yeah. you guys probably, I mean, if you follow us, you know how much we, we like to drink, uh, you know, uh, sparkling wine. So a good champagne, although, okay, so I'm, I'm glad I didn't choose the Quite Orsay as well, because that would have been a boring yeah. start to the seating. I actually went non-Cuban here to start off, even lighter, a, a Davidoff, because Davidoffs are said to be blended to perfectly mm -hmm. accompany a champagne. I mean, obviously the, the Quite Orsay yeah. is as well, but for Cuba. Uh, but the Davidoff, I, I went with a Grand Cri, uh, nothing better than to accompany like a, let's say, uh, a Dom Perignon Grand Cri. <laughs> Ooh, so it's the, yeah, you know, yeah, matches a, a, a Davidoff Grand Cri, which is also What are we a, celebrating a this evening? This sounds great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we're celebrating the fact that a lot of people, famous people, came back to life like Winston Churchill. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> probably, to... <laughs> probably an impressive uh, fact. Celebrate. Uh, but yeah, the number five, uh, which is a... It's it's a little it's like the same length as the number fifty the quieter say but it's a little bit slimmer I think so it's you know it's a it's a small let's say forty minute cigar, uh, which which is yeah. good for the you don't want to overwhelm your palate before right that's a it's an no. important thing you can smoke yeah, a little exactly. lighter cigar with a lighter drink and uh, I guess yeah I would I would also serve it on the patio outside I think you said like it's outside inside right you would probably do something like yeah, that yeah exactly um I mean yeah, yeah it sounds fantastic just in the when the guests roll in in the afternoon and the the sun is just creeping around the hills, that's basically uh, <laughs> what I'm seeing in front of me right now. All right, so uh, that's that. You know, first hour killed. Uh, sounds like it yep. sounds like a a lot of hard work to get through that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So seated at the table now. <laughs> uh, what's your? Uh, I don't know how many courses you're going. What you did? I, I did three courses at the at the table. All right. Uh, so I don't know. You you can start. You can start. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because, like in my setting, I was uh, picturing like a big Italian style family cooking, and uh, I was thinking of having, well, of course, both the the homemade pasta with uh, olive oil and vegetables fresh from the garden outside, and uh, and then tossing in some some pizzas in the um, in the in the stone oven outdoors. Uh, so I was thinking more of like, a, like in that setting, a, uh, a more like, yeah, relaxed dinner party, uh, not so like formal. That's what I was imagining. And uh, just this big table uh, with all the guests around. And um, yeah, and of course, the, uh, the red Italian wine flowing from, uh, uh, nice, from nice. the nearby vineyards. No, that's fantastic. That's so that, fantastic. that is my, uh, that's my dinner scene. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah, uh, I mean that's tell that's. Me about um, I love that. I love meal. that. Mine's not as mine's. I, I didn't want to go fully rigid either. Um, mm -hmm. Although I like a good, um, you know, rigid or you know, going out to a nice restaurant. It's nice to have you know courses served in an orderly fashion. But if you're having a a part a dinner party at your place, it's nice to have a little more casual. So I like your style. I think mine is uh, along similar lines. Uh, but I think yeah. I, I I do have a first course, a set first course, and that is a now it's not uh, it's not Brazilian. But it's a dish I love to start. Uh, it's a ceviche, Peruvian ceviche. You got the uh, the raw fish. You know, I, I do. I really like going very light with with uh, first courses. Uh, we did for our New Year's. We had like a, a nice a Swedish caviar with like a you know stuff like that. I, I love going seafood first mm -hmm. in some sort of fashion. So uh, a nice Peruvian ceviche. I love the coriander. I love the you know the, the fish, the raw fish, the sea bass, yeah, the salmon. Extremely extremely fresh to start off with. The citrus, yeah, Definitely. it's so good. Uh, hopefully, the Davidoff before has killed the taste buds to eat something so delicate. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, that's fantastic. And with it, going uh, Chilean. I said in the first former episode, I was born in Chile. I went back a few years ago. 
love the place and I love their you know national drink which is a pisco sour so matching a pisco sour oh, with a ceviche uh, it's it's good. strong but it's I mean it's nice the foamy the egg white foam uh, on the pisco obviously yeah it makes it uh, makes it more palatable with with light fish and it is like even though it's it's strong alcoholically it's not like um, it's not very overpowering like a lot of other spirits so it, it, you can definitely drink a pisco mm-hmm. sour with a nice ceviche yeah very good cocktail yeah <laughs> uh yeah because you I, I also felt you have room for that after you go with champagne it's not you, you haven't had a spirit before so it's you can go with a pisco yeah. with the and, and piscos are usually served in pretty small glasses as well so and then after that you go you do go brazilian and this is just because i miss it so much but a nice churrasco uh, uh, a brazilian barbecue obviously with uh mm-hmm. with people coming in uh serving the the meat as, as and grilling it as it comes. If you don't know, you can Google it. It's spelled churrasco, like C H U R R A S C O. So it's a classic Brazilian uh, steak uh, grill dinner, and they just come with different cuts. I mean, usually at those restaurants, they have like twenty cuts of meat uh, that they come different. I mean, the, the Brazilians are masters of. of I, I might be upsetting some Argentinians now, but uh, Brazilians <laughs> are masters at serving uh, good meat, uh, and obviously with that. Um, you know, it's a little more casual because the the food isn't coming on one plate. They come in with like big cuts of meat all the time, and basically you have a little mm-hmm. you have a little sign on your table where you can flip it on green, which means you know come with more meat for me, or red for no. So it's it, you know it's a little more casual. You eat a little yeah. all the time. You know you can have room for stuff, and then you can have any stuff with it at all. Uh, potatoes, you know, broccoli rice is a common thing in Brazil, which is very very good. Uh, but stuff stuff like that it's very just... it sounds extremely like social meal like just sharing and it's yeah perfect mm-hmm. for dinner party I'd, I'd say like both ours our choices are along like that line <laughs> just sharing food and uh, yeah yeah nice. let's, let's start crowdfunding lads everyone that all the stogie lads that are listening let's uh, let's let's <laughs> make let's make one of these dinner parties a reality and we can invite some of you guys yeah nice. exactly maybe a yearly thing that'd be pretty cool one like an annual an annual stoji lads dinner yeah the stoji lads yeah the stoji lads gala dinner but it's more (laughs) casual (laughs) yeah and obviously you got to have red wine with that so like i mean we're dreaming right like some nice bordeaux would be nice um just uh keeping it simple like that Uh, and then dessert are you going anything tiramisu what do you what do you what do you Uh, go in italy you know what i haven't really thought about dessert but what i'm not dessert people with is not not dessert people either of us i think right no exactly i'm not that much for dessert uh but what i would bring out is a massive cheese platter and Uh, bingo (laughs) same here (laughs) that's what i went with (laughs) yeah exactly that's that's often my like if i if i want something after a dinner then it's often cheese it's not Mm. like often something sweet i'm not that much of a sweet tooth uh but uh, but yeah, cheese is really do it for me. And I think it's very nice to end with as well when you still have some wine left. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, very nice. Uh, good lad. I mean, I said Take some of your well. cheeses, lad. Tell me some of your cheeses. Yeah, okay. So there. so uh, yeah, I, I did write it down, luckily enough, so you're not putting me too much on the spot here. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not completely shitting that. myself. Uh, but I wrote... Uh, <laughs> I actually wrote one recommendation down. It's one that we've had before a lot that are not a lot of people i mean taleggio uh, it's it, yeah. it, that's not that unknown i love the taleggio you'd probably have that if you're in italy right on your party but yeah exactly. a variant that we have and i don't know if you remember this lad but i mean we're both truffle lovers there's a variant of taleggio called tartu which we bought yeah. once um i think once maybe maybe more times but it's a it's a taleggio that's infused with uh, pieces of I, uh, black truffle of course i remember so this can, yeah, can you forget it like once you've had it but it's called Tartu, uh, T-A-R-T-U, uh, with an accent on the U. And um, yeah, if you guys have that in your local shops, I'd definitely recommend it because it's like it's it's infused very finely with the um, black truffle and it's pieces, right? So it's not sometimes that synthetic truffle flavor can be a lot yeah. and it can take over. But this is very I mean, the Italians are masterful people, right? Yeah, so that's <laughs> we've uh, we've had the synthetic uh, synthetic truffle as well in cheeses. But um, the yeah. Tartu is definitely. Yeah. It's else. it's great. So Taleggio, I do love. Uh, I I I mean, the thing is, I love all. I love I love the semi soft cheeses like Taleggio. I do really like those. Yeah. Uh, the same consistency as Brie, for example. Although I think Brie is a little bit overrated. It's like it's like the most standard thing. I do like a little more flavor than that. Yeah. Um, same. You got any cheeses on top of your? 
top of your tongue, lad? Um, I mean, Taleggio is a is a given one, mm-hmm. uh, but I, like in that setting, I'm not sure. I do love what... Spanish cheeses. I'll I'll throw out like uh, queso manchego, yeah, queso ibérico. Yeah, very of course, good. manchego for a for a hard cheese is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I actually I like uh, I like it like an Apfelsaler as well or a. Classic. Just a gruyere, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, gruyere yeah. is nice as well. Yeah, it's it's nice to get that balance. But yeah, I mean, if we're talking massive cheese platters, you can just throw anything on there and you'll find some good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Some nice just... uh, fig, fig compote, fig jam, or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Marmalade, that'll, that'll do the trick. And I actually wrote down, I mean, you said you have wine left. You guys probably, the wine is going to be flowing in Italy, right? But if I'm in... Brazil, you got to import this stuff. Uh, I went with a nice tawny vintage port because I haven't had a port in too uh, long, lad. And that's our, kind of our go-to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm picturing that la- my my good lad here is uh, with me on by my side at this party. You know, it's, <laughs> not, it's not just me and these dead people and no, uh, just no, sink coats. <laughs> it's uh, it's Ruben as a... <laughs> no, so, exactly. uh, a good port. I love a good port with, um, with uh, cheeses. Yeah, that's uh, a very... That's a classic ending for us often when we mm-hmm. when we do make nice dinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a wa- there was a like um there was a run there in like the spring of twenty nineteen. I remember Ruben would come over and we would have like finished almost every dinner with cheeses on this like student's <laughs> yeah. budget, just like a fucking Thursday night we would Exactly. <laughs> we would whip out, you know, some form of cheese at the very least you gotta have Yeah, it. I'd buy cheese before I bought like school literature. It was like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, god, good times. But um so that's our that's our meal, right? You got um you got you got a good variety there. Both uh, we both went not too uh, not too strictly adhering to like a three-course meal. Yeah. A little a little flair, a little pizzazz there, lad. A little creativity. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Um but we've only I mean, we've only had one small cigar, right? So we got to retire to the study. <laughs> We have to. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think we are both thinking of something more, like, powerful now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a longer cigar that we can enjoy yep. uh, with a digestive and um, just after this big meal. And, um, yeah, so I want something a bit more, like, punchy. Maybe a punch punch. Oof. But I wasn't thinking that. Um, what I have decided to choose is uh, the Bolivar Libertadores. Oh, good luck. And uh, I might have had to choose like a Patagas Lusitanias because of mm. Michael Jordan being there. Oh, then yeah. again, he smoked so many of them. Nice. And uh, maybe I want to show uh, Winston Churchill something other than his own Vitola. So, um, That's, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I went with that. And uh, yeah, this one... Um, I thought what would pair with this and since we're still in Italy I might go with the Negroni but I was thinking also another one uh, to offer the guests if they don't like that then uh, I could whip up a an old-fashioned for those who Good want it life. because I think that's a very yeah you'd you'd want something more heavy uh, substantial like heavy drink I think to digest the food of yeah. course yeah, exactly. To um, to pair with that cigar as well. So um, yeah, that was my choice. Fantastic. And I'm like, that? I'm, yeah, I'm picturing, like, just sitting there right now, have ending this dinner with a with a cigar, and my mouth is watering, lad. I'm yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drooling. So yeah, yeah. Take me away with yours. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You could ask uh, you could ask Winston Churchill what he thinks about Simon Bolivar himself. Uh, and yeah. go rambling on about you know, former leaders, uh, but uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I love the way you thought out the cigar. You know, deeper than just uh, what you would like. Um, you know, you know, you're thinking of your guests first. Well, that's a classy move. Classy move. Let me take a yeah. <laughs> uh, sip of my whiskey. Not as classy. <laughs> just to get the juices flowing, you know. All right, so yeah. Um, yeah, this is this might be the crescendo of the evening, right? The, the like you said. I thought along the same lines. It's definitely got to be a bigger cigar. Uh, you want the you want to cap it off with like a long stick. You want to really have an excuse to just sit and enjoy a cigar for as long as possible. Uh, so yeah. I wrote uh, I wrote a few down with question marks here actually, but then I thought of it and I thought, okay, so I've actually got a lot of people here that don't smoke Cuban cigars uh, very much. I mean, Ocho Cinco lives in the U.S. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigmund Freud might have smoked a lot, and Dean Martin might have. I don't, I'm not even sure. I mean, he he's not a big cigar smoker, so let's. Yeah, uh, you might you have know, brought a. I want to might bring a lighter one with uh, with you for mm. him. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I want to introduce him to a great first cigar. Uh, so what I thought was, uh, let's go with a my favorite brand, as a lot of people might know, it's A. Jopman. Uh, their their uh, creme de la creme is the Sir Winston. It mm-hmm. is a, uh, I mean, that might not be that uh, tasteful to bring up for you, lad, if you have the man himself, Winston Churchill, at your party. You know? <laughs> let's smoke uh, Let's smoke the Sir Winston. You might be thinking of another another phallic thing call, he calls Sir Winston, I'm not sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is a great uh, cigar, uh, classic Churchill Vitola, uh, longer stick. It's right uh, down the middle at medium. Uh, I mean, it is one of the you know best cigars from Cuba that they produce at all. Uh, a lot of these brands have like their, yeah. they have their flagship, so to say. Uh, and they are often not so. So for Partagas, you know, some people might say it's the D4, but I'd say it's the Lusitania. Is that it really? Oil de Monterey, it's their double Coronas. These are like the cigars that they yeah. don't produce very often because they really need to produce these with high quality. The same goes for Sir Winston. These cigars are only produced every few years. I mean, sometimes they'll go several years without even selling mm-hmm. Sir Winston's on the market because they it's it's a bigger cigar, so you need better quality wrapper leaf. Uh, but it's also you know a cigar that carries a lot of. Um, a lot of weight so they need to produce it with great quality as well and so they they only yeah. produce it when they really can which you know that's respect to cuba they don't pump out cigars just because they they have to they sometimes they do uh adhere to very high quality standards and the sir winston follows that absolutely to a team. yeah i've so, got one uh got one in the in the humidor here a lot that we bought yeah we're both aging like, some uh, sir winston's yeah Excited to try that one out. Yeah, do putting time. some age on it. I'm not. Sure, I'm really, I can't remember when we bought these. Maybe. Oh yeah, it was like a. Year it and was. Half, uh, yeah, year and a half. Yeah, a bit more than a year ago. Um. Yeah. So the Sir Winston, I'd say. I mean, I, I think that will introduce anyway because I had the Ramoniones Gigantes written down, maybe a little bit too powerful, and like a Cohiba is very. It's just too uh, cliche, I'd say, and I think the Sir Winston is just—it's—it's yeah. a—it's a, it's a hidden jewel in a, a lot of ways. If you guys can get your hands on and haven't, Sir Winston—I mean, to a lot of people—is the best Cuban cigar. I mean, I've read that for from like aficionados that have smoked their whole lives. You know, the Sir Winston is Cuba's absolute finest. Um, so yeah, uh, fa- fantastic Churchill, and to not forget the uh, the drinks. I also I also went kind of simple. Yes. I didn't like. At first, I was like, "Oh, I have a nice bar, and you can make different stuff." But that's not really an answer, right? So, I was like, "What have I, what have I had?" <laughs> it's, I've, I've had a lot of wine, and the heaviest yeah. stuff I've been drinking is sort of a pisco sour tied with a uh, port wine, right? Like both of those are pretty, pretty light, sweet-ish things. So, I want to go with uh, what I'm currently drinking right now. That kind of spirit, a just a, a simple whiskey, and then obviously do some stuff with that. <sighs> Um, so my, my, my spirit of choice will be, um, a whiskey and then you can make, you know, uh, maybe a bur- a bourbon and like a nice single malt. You can make a Sazerac, you can make a whiskey sour, uh, an old fashioned, yeah. like you said, those are great cocktails. You know, they can, they can choose, uh, scotch and carrot juice you can make <laughs> for Dean Martin. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you have a, Dini there. That's an old joke. You're not drunk his. if you can lay on the floor without holding on. Yeah, that's a classic line from his. He gets drunk, but he sees good, so he drinks scotch and carrot juice. Uh, <laughs> but you can make, you know, great cocktails. Like I said, whiskey, sour, old-fashioned, Sazerac. Those are fantastic. Or, you know, drink it neat um, with a cigar if you if you so choose. So ending it with a little more punch, a little more flavor. A decently medium-bodied yeah. Cuban cigar because I went with a Davidoff in the beginning so you i i definitely wanted to go cuban uh finishing off yeah. and a legendary cigar with uh, some good whiskey will never never go wrong sounds like a perfect way to end the evening lad that's yeah very good very good choices so that is it for our uh topic for today uh we have uh, yep. a little more stuff to get to at the end coming up right at the exactly at the 40 minute mark uh you know uh, again let us know which party would you attend. Uh, I think I think both are pretty good, right? I think. Yeah, I think both are pretty. Good. I think we'd we'd both want to have be at at both of them. Yeah, you could say. Yeah, we have. But um, so yeah, you guys um, tell us. 
Yeah, tell us, tell us what you want. Uh, so before we get into the Q and A, just to we wanted to highlight one thing uh, that we that we were doing this week that we got to. Uh, so first of all, we made a new logo, right, lad? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know if you want to say anything more about it. No, it's uh, we've been thinking about making a, a new logo for for a bit, um, just uh, changing it up and making it a bit more like long term what we want. And um, yeah, after after this design, I think we really both landed in something mm-hmm. we we like and um, I've been yeah. getting some positive response to. So um, yeah, with the birth of this podcast, our website's pretty new. Uh, and I mean, we've been on Instagram now for three years. Our YouTube channel is like a, less than a year old. So we have all these new like uh, faucets of uh, media we're getting, going into. So we were like, okay, yeah, we're doing a more, like our, our, our logo is getting out there more. So getting a little more classy in terms of branding. Now, I made the, the, uh, the logo myself. So, you know, don't put too much uh, critique onto it. I mean, it's just, I'm an amateur. It looks very professional, lad. I think you might be able to uh, to take it up professionally. Ouch, that is not what I want to do with my... <laughs> 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 I mean, I, you know, digital uh, graphics is fun, but, uh, you know, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, we did that new logo. Uh, we have a new, yeah, we have it applied everywhere now pretty much. So you guys can check it out. We went with navy, one of my favorite uh, colors, along with white. Like, I, I love that contrast. And then we did, before we just had the black Stoji Lads text with it, yeah. just a picture of a cigar. Now we added a little glass of uh, what you can interpret it yourself. If it's rum, if it's whiskey, whatever, uh, because we've I think we've incorporated a lot more of our you know lives out, out lives outside of the cigars themselves. So that's you know sort of what that symbolizes. Yeah. It's it's the good stuff uh, like we're sipping on right now. Yeah, exactly, and also the date, uh, the year we started there to like be able to look back, uh, look back on in a couple of years, and um, yeah, each year is. Uh, just like remind us that it's another year we're going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, now that it's 2021, uh, 2018 doesn't look. I mean, I, I always, I always have like a slight <laughs> cringe in my not a, not a cringe. It's yeah. the wrong word, but like when I see like established and it's like this year, it's like why are you? I don't know why are you yeah. adding that? Like I guess you're trying to tell yeah, us yeah. it's new, whatever. But uh, now it's 2021. It's been three years almost, so it looks a little little better. Um, and then secondly, it's our, and I hate this, another thing that I, I hate to say, but merch, <laughs> do you want to call it that? Let's call it items with uh, our logo on it. Yeah, merch <laughs> doesn't ring that well for us. I don't know. It just, it's just, it's just influencer yeah. style. And you guys know we don't like to be cringy, preachy uh, fucking influencers. It's, it's, I hate, I hate that, that vibe, like, oh, merch link in bio and all that swipe up shit. No, it's exactly. Like, That's it's not the point Instagram here, works. really. It was, uh, no, exactly. It was um, more of a response mm-hmm. to uh, yeah. some of you legends wanting a sticker, and then yeah. uh, more products like just coming um, coming with it, along with it, without much thought to it. So yeah, yeah, yeah we're recording this on Thursday, January the seventh, and uh, we launched uh, the merch store, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we launched that yes. yesterday, less yeah. than twenty four hours ago. Uh, like yeah, Ruben exactly. said. Uh, much like this podcast, we don't we don't like to push stuff in people's faces. When people request something, we want to do it. So this podcast was really yeah. born through the request of some people, and the same was with the like we wanted to make stickers, like Ruben said, because a few people message us saying, you know, the, I like the logo. Uh, could we get it in sticker format? And I looked around, and then I found like Spreadshirt, which they do like uh, print on demand or print on order stuff. So you know, a decentralized form of spreading the stickers, and then they automatically. <laughs> generated like a lot of other stuff and to our surprise you know within these 24 hours a lot of people have bought everything from hoodies sweaters uh, t-shirts mugs, stickers mugs yeah. you know everything so you can, you know if anyone's interested and this is not a plug to get you guys to buy it it's just because people asked there might be more people that are interested in getting a sticker yeah. for example or if you're you know <laughs> if you love the logo as much as we do you might even want to get a hoodie or something but it's all in your own yeah. uh, goodwill. And uh, just to say one last thing about it is uh, the profits are very, like, uh, they're almost negligible. Like, they're very low for it because, um, yeah, the, the website just, uh, as it's on demand, the website gets most of the money. But the little money that we do get from it, we just want to uh, make very clear that that little money is going, like, 100% of it is uh, is going to uh, 
our uh, our podcast that we're going to reinvest, you know, 100% of it and buy better microphones and stuff. I think this sounds okay right now, uh, but we want to get a little more professional of a setup. So if you do buy yeah. something, just know we'll it's only not see like after we've, uh, our pockets. After we've recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully this doesn't sound like shit. But if it does sound like shit, you can buy a hoodie, I guess, and uh, and uh, you can fund us getting some better microphones. That's that's where <laughs> the aspirations are. So if you do buy something, the money will go straight to that. It's not it's not for us to buy other shit. It's yeah. We're going to we, we're going to buy some some microphones. So, uh, last segment, Lar, it's the questions, the Q&A. Do you want to introduce it? Yes, absolutely. So uh, we um, we went on our story again and um, and asked you guys to uh, give us some questions that you would like to have like like to see answered, and uh, we've picked out uh, two this week, and uh, we'll be saving the others for upcoming uh, episodes. Um, but I guess I'll start with asking you one question a lot, and then you do the same. And before with you me. say, it. Um, yeah, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Before you say it, uh, we 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 sort of did this in a similar yeah, no. fashion to to the way we did uh, what's in your glass. That uh, we don't know what questions we're going to ask each other, so we're asking your questions. Yeah. So we, I I've seen all the questions that we got sent in, but I'm not sure what Ruben's going to answer. So I haven't really prepared anything. So yeah, we're, it's to make it a little more organic, a little more off the cuff, a little more. Yeah, genuine. exactly. Yeah. That's uh, that's generally like the whole uh, uh, structure for this podcast with the topic as well we will bring up a topic topic and uh, we'll prepare uh, individually in um yeah not discuss it beforehand yeah probably and then uh, just have like a yeah conversation and um yeah so that's that's i don't like when things are too formulaic i don't like when it seems like we've written i mean we haven't scripted anything we scripted the first line where i said i'm carl and you said i'm ruben (laughs) after that it's all off the cuff and i don't like when it's clear that i mean it sucks when I'm not reacting to Ruben's stuff because it's not a real conversation. So like that's what we, um, yeah. that's what it's, I mean, then you're just Yeah, we want to keep it natural and um, just like a yeah. yeah conversation between friends, which it, which so it on, is in the... Yeah, on that note, lad, you, you want to ask me a question? On then? that note, I have a question for you. Um, now that it is uh, the cold weather and winter time is creeping up or is already here mm-hmm. uh what is your outdoor smoking attire uh during the winter okay nice was this from uh, like gloves this is from uh birdie bassett bertie adam bertie bassett a uh, legend this guy yeah. sent us in a bottle of wine a, a little while ago i don't know if you guys remember that we posted a yeah. uh, a picture of uh <laughs> of uh us smoking a cigar with some wine but that is from mr bassett himself so smoking attire exactly. for the winter i uh, i'm quite a um I'm quite a warm-blooded guy. I don't sweat that, or I don't. Uh, I'm not cold that often. So <laughs> I, I have, I have a very heavy jacket that I sometimes say. I think you guys saw it in the story today when I'm walking like in heavy. I call Ruben. I call uh, it to Ruben. I call it my homeless jacket because I kind of look homeless in it because it's like <laughs> it's this very old jacket that's um, it's very very heavy. It's like extremely thick. So I just stick that on. And I don't know if I'm, I'll wear a sweater under if it's very cold. Otherwise, I'll just go T-shirt. And then I do wear a hat, my New York Giants hat, Go Big Blue. And uh, <laughs> I do wear that uh, on my head usually because the head <laughs> leaks a lot of heat is what they say at least. So I guess I'll take that their word for it. Uh, but uh, on my hands, sometimes I'll go, if it's like negative degrees here in Sweden, which it's, it mm-hmm. used to be a lot, but now with, uh, with climate change and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's usually around zero to yeah. positive uh, i'll go no gloves and i'll just keep like the hand that i'm not smoking with in my pocket if i'm a little cold for a while and then rotate hands yeah. which is a <laughs> it might look weird but um i'll take a puff and then switch hands and then keep it in my pocket because i feel like you know smoking with gloves is fine but i do like to hold the cigar with more dexterity i like to feel the yeah. cigar itself just feel like Absolutely. i'm having a little more control so that's yeah I'll, I'll usually try to skip the gloves unless it's freezing but if it's freezing Absolutely. i, I was just about like to ask cuz we we've, we've actually had uh, we've actually talked about that if or like in the beginning we were when we were smoking with gloves on like uh, we read that practically like a lot of people think it's it's very bad etiquette which i don't mm. think it is yeah no but uh like like you say it's it's like you want to feel it more with your hands than with the gloves it's, on it's but I, I have no problem yeah. smoking with gloves yeah yeah no i don't think it's bad etiquette i mean i, think I, I much prefer i'd much prefer like 
being comfortable smoking yeah. a cigar with warm hands than like just having to have it in yeah. my hand like bare hands yeah no for sure that's why like I'll, I'll, I'll wear gloves when i need to i that's definitely not why i don't wear gloves i i the reason i don't no, wear no. gloves unless i don't need to is 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 because like you said it's nice to have it in your hands i think cigars is 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 something you know you smoke it and it's definitely the palate is is the majority of it but it is one of those experiences that is for all the senses you know presentation is very important uh, otherwise they wouldn't make the bands like they do feeling yeah. the the cigar in your hands i mean all the, the entire tactile process you know we smell we often yeah. smell the wrapper before it doesn't really mean anything but we do because we love the entirety the whole ritual of smoking mm-hmm. cigars and part of that is rolling it between your fingers you know the whole thing yeah. so i prefer it without gloves but obviously i will wear gloves uh, otherwise yeah. the whole thing is just for naught so lad wh- wh- how do you do it uh well i often tend to get like probably more cold than you'd get just with the hands and um i do prefer like smoking with uh without gloves uh if i can just because the feeling and all like we discussed mm-hmm. um but i have worn gloves several times and i must say like it's when it when it's cold it's very nice to have course, gloves yeah, sure. and and if i forget gloves then it's just like then uh, it's better to have the gloves like in my pocket or whatever just to have them there yeah, I mean, if you can't think about anything other than the, you being cold, then it's like it's not worth yeah. smoking the cigar in the first place because it's just going to take away from the experience. We talked about this in the last episode, the fact that, you know, it's about the moment. And a lot of people uh, did DM us. I don't know if you saw that, but a lot of people said, you know, I can really relate to that. You know, it's 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 more about the, the, the experience of smoking the cigar than the cigar itself in a lot of... Uh, a lot of times so yeah definitely yeah. you know if you're freezing your ass off then put on whatever you need to to enjoy that cigar or else you're wasting good money you're wasting good tobacco Absolutely. and you're wasting a lot of time all right so let me ask you one this is okay so that's good i, yeah. I, I wrote down a few actually i wrote down several because i realized that you were probably going to start because i was going to ask you to start yeah <laughs> so uh <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't know what way to go i didn't want to yeah to ha- happen to end up with just two very technical because this was kind of technical in a way like specifically to cigars. so this one's a little more personal uh from tim yeah. or mr good life 574 a good friend of us from germany who actually bought a mug and a sticker today uh respect legend. to that legend uh yeah. <laughs> But, uh, and, and, uh, sorry, I should say he's actually the guy, the first person to tell us that we should start a podcast. So he was the guy that planted the seed in our heads. He is the, the core inspiration. Yeah, yeah. For this. Uh, so he asked a more personal question. And this is something we touched on last time, uh, biggest advantage and disadvantage of growing up international. So let's say one advantage, one disadvantage each. Yeah. So having to move a lot, Very good. which we've both, which we've both done and moving around throughout the throughout yeah. the world really absolutely um that's a very good question and um i'd say okay i'll start with advantage um and uh i think the biggest advantage is just like the cultural aspect of it mm-hmm. i think is going out and getting well yeah getting the opportunity to to just be placed in different cultures yeah. and it's it's really just like uh gives a much like broader view of the world uh i'd say without knowing what it would be like growing up in just sweden but i think just being thrown into different situations mm-hmm. and uh and cultures is it's very yeah it's very good for like growth and uh for sure yeah Open-mindedness. Think, yeah. It opens your mind, really. Yeah, in a way open-mindedness, that you exactly. That you can. And, uh, and ever since that, like, I've, I love traveling and just seeing the world mm-hmm. and going and learning about new places, learning yeah. about new cultures. And, uh, and that's, for some people, not that important. But for me, it's very important to, to yeah. see as much of the world as possible before my time's up. Great advantage, lad. Uh, I'd, say, yeah. I'd say to connect to that advantage, I, I'd, I'd say my... I'd say it's it's inspired a lot of my curiosity uh, of the world. Yeah, uh, and I, I'd say that goes hand in hand with being um, with being open minded. But sort of the the way that you say, I mean, first of all, I think I think having to move and having to meet people speaking all different kind of languages, having all different kind of values, religions, ethics, morals. You know, it's all it's all very uh, unique to to meet people and interact with people that 
haven't mm-hmm. seen the world the way you have. Uh, and that kind of opens your mind to becoming more sociable. I think it's easier to connect with people because you, I, I would say I'm not, and I can maybe speak for you as well. I'm not taken aback as much as maybe some people are. Uh, some people might meet someone who thinks or behaves very differently to what they're uh, expecting or what they have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, come to expect throughout their life. And I feel like I can face a lot of uh, different type of people and, um, yeah, that's that's a great one. Uh, uh, yeah, so the, I'd say that's for an advantage a great one. Uh, what about disadvantage, lad? Uh, yeah. So biggest disadvantage when I reflect on this, it's probably that. Like I'd say, as as much as it's good, like moving to different places, that it's it can be also like quite difficult to not have a have like your feeling like you have your roots set somewhere mm-hmm. and uh and I think maybe the most difficult part was coming back to Sweden at an age of early teens mm-hmm. and uh and maybe like not having the same like grow growing up as everyone had like their best friends were all from the same place yeah it was a bit difficult coming into that initially mm-hmm. um especially in those early teen like teen years um but now of course i've been living in sweden for a long time so it's um yeah i've i've met most like all my best friends after mm-hmm. that i moved back um but i think initially in the beginning it was it was difficult like uh fitting in into like this uh, yeah this new time in Sweden and uh, when everyone had pretty much already established relationships in yeah, Sweden, which can like be a pretty like, yeah, exactly. And in Sweden, which people might not uh, know that much about culturally is I, I really feel that it's, it's a cliche that's said, but like a lot of people are more like they're keep their relationships closed mm-hmm. more than abroad. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's one thing I can reflect on when uh, for sure we're talking about this yeah so for me yeah i'd say like the stereotypical one obviously and the the one that was always most clear was always like moving around like leaving a place often for the other side of the world seven times is like you 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 lose a lot of really good friends and that sucks and it's hard to always have to leave friends and make new friends but i've gotten used to that quite well so i'd say also Mm -hmm. you know uh, connect, connecting to a little bit about the roots and stuff like I'd say culturally uh, I'm all sorts of uh, like a blended mess like I don't feel like I'm I feel like I'm definitely Swedish nationality mm-hmm. but I think like going to an American school uh, throughout a lot of my life I can like relate to a lot of American culture like especially like pop culture and stuff like I don't know a lot of Swedish pop culture and all that stuff but I do know like a lot of weird ass American pop culture which is weird because I've <laughs> never even set foot in the United States in my life yeah, but also, you know, yeah. as growing up, I, I feel all these other sort of connections to all these other sort of countries uh, that I grew up in. So, like, uh, you know, just a big mixture. And even though that's very cool in one way, it's hard to it's hard hard to feel a close bond with one country. And that sense of belonging is a little bit lacking. Even though I wouldn't trade my experience for the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what no. I would say is like a, a disadvantage. So yeah, that's the Q&A done, both cigar-wise uh, yeah. and we got a little personal. We're coming up to an hour exactly. now, so we hope everyone hasn't clicked off. Um, I think we've covered pretty much <laughs> everything we wanted to today, right, lad? Yeah, definitely. To be honest, I didn't think uh, this episode would be this long, uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, there was, uh, there was a bunch of points to... To talk about and yeah, we had some stuff. When you're to... talking about stuff you love, then uh, when you're talking about stuff you love, then it just time flies by. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's been an hour. Yeah, we had some stuff to get through. You know, what's you know talking about the the show itself that we're actually starting it for real and and that kind of stuff. You know, dragged it on. Uh, but as always, you know, this is our first you know serious sort of real uh, episode. So you know, don't just uh, tell us which dinner party you'd attend. But if you have any other feedback, we're always so welcoming we'd love to hear from you guys what was yeah. good what was you know stuff you would like us to change all that stuff just please yeah, exactly out. this is this is completely new to us and um i mean we've we've made like joke podcasts when we were younger when we were like 14 mm-hmm. and <laughs> just because yeah just <laughs> it was a fun thing but yeah. this is the first time we're ever doing it and uh publishing it 
And so it's, yeah, it's all just new. Everything is welcomed, like all your comments, everything. It just, it's just easier for us as well to, to know what we can work on and, uh, and all that. Yeah, so one last thing that I realized was a major choke is uh, we talked about the, the you can buy stuff with our logo on it, the merch. Uh, it is available on stogylads.com. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I did not no. say that specifically, or just click the link in our bio on our Instagram. It is stogylads.com, and you can click the web shop, and uh, everything will be linked there. Um, but yeah, everything is on our Instagram, on our website. You can find whatever we're doing. Our YouTube, yeah. our uh, like I said, our web shop, all our cigar reviews are cataloged there, as always. And uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. We always respond to every single DM, so you don't need to worry that we uh, that we'll leave you on red or whatever. Um, any <laughs> feedback is always so welcome. And, yeah, guys, um, just slide into our DMs and always. We won't leave you on red. Always. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have been Carl and uh, Ruben here. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll be back in, you know, as we said, probably two weeks. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time.